Well, hello everybody and welcome to a brand spanking new podcast episode. Um, Today we're actually doing a rebranding of this podcast. So, um, with a lot of thought and a lot of nudging from the Lord, uh, this podcast is no longer called The Religious Roundtable. It is now called The Winning Season Podcast. Um, so, just a heads up, our old episodes are not going to be re-edited. They're not going to be deleted. You can still listen to those. But the new um, episodes and podcasts that we're going to be producing are going to be strictly to help you understand who you are, help you to help push you to your next level, and to help you become a better you. We are excited to see where this is going. We are excited to see uh, where this is going to take us. I mean, we're just excited to see the results mentally, physically, and spiritually of what you guys are going to do after you have listened to these podcasts and you, you know, get the nuggets that Uh, will help you become a better you not just for the rest of this 2020 season but also for the 2021 season so buckle up get you a notebook a pen your favorite cup of a drink um and let's have a fun ride all right love you guys um and i cannot wait to go on this adventure with you Hey, 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 everyone. So, um, just to give a small background on this new episode that's about to come out. I'm sitting in my little studio, or what I call my prayer room, just to, talking with God or how, how other people might attribute to him, um, the higher being, the man upstairs, um, that voice in the back of my head. And that's who I was talking to. Um, today, I'm just sitting down reading, doing my devotionals, um, and he began to drop a lot of nuggets and a lot of, uh, of personal things that I believe he was trying to get across to me. And so I ended up sharing this with a sister of mine who ended up recording this. And so, as a result, she is, like, my co-host for this particular episode. And so, you will hear a lot of personal um, nuggets and stuff that are coming from my readings and my devotional time uh, with my quote-unquote higher being. And so, if you are still able to take something from this, um, be it if you're Christian or not, if you're still able to, Uh, I am excited. I'm excited for you to hear what's going on. I'm excited for you to hear a brand new podcast. And it is my hope and goal that you will share this with someone. You'll take what you need to take from it. But but that you will continue to come back and get more nuggets on how to win in life. Love you guys.
Now let's get to listen. Recording. There you go. Okay. So I've been sitting on first year for 21. I was just waiting to go to work. I was just talking with the Lord and asking him questions about what I read. Um, and he gave me a lot. So he gave me one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight pages. Um, while we understand that the number seven means completion, mm-hmm. I don't know what the number eight means. Um, New beginnings. There we go. And so uh, he gave me eight pages. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is like a new beginning and a new season for the both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so First Samuel 21 talks about David on the run from Saul. And in that, in the midst of him on the run from Saul, uh-huh. he runs into the priest Amimelech. Mm-hmm. And it says, David went to Amimelech, the priest of Nob, who came trembling to meet him. Mm-hmm. He asked him, why are you alone? Is there not anyone with you? David answered the priest and said, the king gave me a commission and told me, do, la- do not let anyone know anything about the business on which I have sent you or the commission I have given you. For that reason, I have arranged a particular meeting place with my men. Um, he says, now, what do you have on hand? Give me five loaves or whatever you can find. But the priest replied to David, I have no ordinary uh, bread on hand but only the holy bread. If the men have been abstinent from women, you may eat some of it. David answered the priest, we have indeed stayed away from women in the past. We have indeed stayed away from women. In the past, whenever I went out on a campaign, all the young men were consecrated, even for an ordinary campaign. All the more, so are they consecrated with their weapons today. So the priest gave him the holy bread, for no other bread was on hand except the showbread, which had been removed from before the Lord and replaced by fresh bread when it was taken away. One of Saul's servants was there that day, detained from the Lord. His name was Diog. Um... Edomite, the chief of Saul's shepherds. David then asked Amimelech, do you have a spear or a sword on hand? I brought along neither my sword or my weapons because the king's business was of urgent. The priest replied, the sword of Goliath, the Philistine, who you killed in the valley of Elah, what is here wrapped in a garment behind the ephod? If you wish to take it, do so. There is no sword here except that one. There is none like it, David cried. Give it to me. That same day, David fled from Saul, going to Achish, the king of Gath. But the servants of Achish said to him, said to him, Is it not David, the king of Israel? Is it not for him that during their dances they sing out, Saul has slain his thousands, and David has slain his ten thousands. David took note of this remark and became very much afraid of Ashik. 
king of Gath. So he feigned insanity in front of them and acted like a madman in their custody, drumming on the doors of the gates and drooling on his beard. Finally, Achish said to his servant, you see, the man is mad. Why would you bring him to me? Do I not have enough mad people that you bring this one into my presence? Should this one follow me into my house, get him away from me. Okay. So, what I just read, we, we basically know that David's going to run for Saul. Um, and the first person he goes to is the priest, Amimelech. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and, and this was one of the names that God highlighted to me. And so I'm like, okay, you highlight this name to me. What is the meaning of this name? What's the purpose of it? So I look up Amimelech's name. Mm-hmm. Amimelech's name in Hebrew means brother of a king. Mm-hmm. And mind you, David's not king yet. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, I'm asking God, okay, what's the purpose of this? He said, it is no coincidence that Amimelech helped David escape Saul unbeknownst to him. Mm-hmm. Amimelech was indeed brother to David because David respected Amimelech and valued him please, but also as a friend. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, Amimelech was happy to help David, even though it would be his last time. Mm-hmm. So then he highlighted, you know, Dog's name. I don't know how you pronounce it. I call it Doeg, Dog. Um, and I could not find an actual uh, uh, um, interpretation for his name. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I asked the Lord, like, what is homeboy's name? What do it mean? Because this had me stumped. And the Lord replied and said, his name means one who is willing to do anything to get ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says, Diog was a man who was influenced by Saul and did anything and everything for his approval, Mm -hmm. including, but not limited, to killing. While Diel followed the leadership of his king and leader, Mm -hmm. he still committed evil and will have to pay for his crimes. Mm -hmm. It says here, Um, so then, you know, like I just read, it says here that Amimelech gave David the bread of the presence. Mm-hmm. And the Lord was talking to him. He said the bread of the presence was bread that could only be touched by priests or the high priests, who were not only ceremonially clean, but also spiritually clean. But uh, well, also spiritually clean. The reason why Amimelech was okay to give David the bread of the present is because he was pure of heart and clean of heart. Mm-hmm. While David knew the physical consequences of having anyone help him, mm-hmm. the bloody results of Amimelech is not on his hands. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and, and, you know, uh, uh, Amimelech knew um, that the decree of the land was that anyone who helps David is an enemy of, of King Saul and will die. Mm-hmm. Now, Amimelech knew that, but Amimelech still um, helped out David because one, it was the right thing to do, mm-hmm. um, but two, because he really did not know what was going on. Mm-hmm. As we read, you know, David actually lied and said, well, you know, the king got me on an assignment, and it was of urgency that I had to leave everything. So I don't got no food or nothing, Jesus. Right. And I need something uh, 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 to to give to me, but also to my men. Right. Um, and, you know, me, that's like, you know, that is good, but I need to know that no one has had sex with women or mm-hmm. sex, period. Mm-hmm. Um, married or unmarried, because this is bread of the presence, mm-hmm. and you cannot just eat it because you're hungry. You need to be ceremonially and spiritually clean to inhale this. Right. And David's like, look, I promise you on my life, we have not had sex with anyone, uh, married or unmarried. Um, and, you know, of course, I'm going to be like, well, then here you go. Right. Um, I'm talking with the Lord, and the Lord said, there is a connection with Amimelech and his help of David. Mm-hmm. Is that Amimelech was still loyal to Saul as king, even though it cost him his life. Mm-hmm. And he was loyal to David, even though David was not king. Mm-hmm. Mind you, Amimelech's name in Hebrew means the brother of the king. Right. David is not king. Right. But yet he is next in line to be on the throne. Mm-hmm. So while Amimelech is serving the king, mm-hmm. there's one act of kindness that Amimelech does to the future king. Um, it's still an act of service and loyalty to the future king. Right. That is not even the king yet. He's still a fugitive. Right. Um, and, and the Lord said, you know, no matter who or who was or is in power, Amimelech is loyal to that power. No matter how great or terrible their rule is. And I was telling Latoya, I said, this whole scene reminds me of, uh, and this is what the Lord dropped in my spirit, it reminds me of a Black Panther, mm-hmm. where they're trying to get, uh, uh, um, the girlfriend is talking to the What's the name? What's the girl? Uh, 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 not the, not the. Um, she's talking to. She's talking to the head of security mm-hmm. of Wakanda. Right. You know, she, the bald head girl. She's like. Yeah. She, yeah. Actually, yeah, she, she got the back. Right. And you know, they had that moment. And she's like, you know, who are you loyal to? You know, we gotta get out of here. And her response was, "My job is to be loyal to the throne, no matter." Who's sitting on that throne? Right. And I remember talking with my mom about it, and she said, you know, I'd love to respond because while homegirl was like, what is your loyalty to that? She said, I didn't understand where you're coming from because, yes, uh, uh, T'Challa is still the king, but as of right now, he has lost that that battle, and he is no longer in the throne. Mm-hmm. And my job is to serve Whoever is in that throne, be it good or bad or indifferent. Right. And while you may see me as a traitor, right now, 
I'm doing my job because this is what I have been called and ordained to do. Right. And so Amimelech was doing that. Mm-hmm. Regardless of the fact that Saul was terrible. Uh, 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 and regardless of the fact that David was not king yet, and he was just a future king in rags, he would say, you know, I'm still going to do what I've been ordained to do. I'm serving Saul, but I'm also going to serve you, even though I know it will probably cost me my life. Mm-hmm. And so the Lord was talking to me, and he was like, can you be like Amimelech and serve whoever is in the seat of power, even if it costs you public or personal persecution? You are preaching tonight, Matthew. Because, so, uh, 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 and, and you'll read this in chapter 22. Of course, Saul kills Amimelech. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, Saul, Saul kills Amimelech. Um, but yet the question still remains, mm-hmm. you know, whether we get public persecution or private persecution, can we still serve them? Right. Um, whether we like them or hate them. Right. You know, um, and, and, and here's an example. Um, I read on Facebook that uh, uh, one of one of the graduates of Liberty University, because, you know, everything with, there's always something with Liberty, Jerry Farlow's always in the news, and this, this particular young lady, she's a graduate of Liberty, she used to hold her position at Liberty, and she served the campus, she and her husband, they served the campus of, of music uh, um, even when Jerry Farwell forced them to leave. And as a result of that, you know, he, he dragged them through the mud. Mm-hmm. And she made a statement and said, I remember when the following day, the following week, uh, we were home, you know, sitting at home trying to figure out what's going on, what's happening. Um, and, and Jerry Falwell dragged our names through the mud and said, you know, they had to sadly, you know, something happened. It wasn't of campus or, or spiritual upholding, um, according to our standards. And yet we still love them. And da, 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 da. Right. And her, she said, you know, I wasn't thinking like, that's a lie. That's false. That's evil. You're lying. She said, I was thinking like, I still served you. Mm-hmm. And yet this is what we're getting. Right. It was a private persecution that was made public. Mm-hmm. Yet she and her husband acted like a Mimelech and was like, you know what? This is the result of us serving. Right. And yet we're still going to do it. They were crying. They were pregnant with their second child. Mm-hmm. And yet they, I'm sorry, no, they were pregnant with their second child. Both of their children were born. Mm-hmm. And both of their kids saw, you know what? This man is mean that's on TV that's dragging our mommy and daddy's name through the mud. Yet mommy and daddy have not retaliated with anything negative. They're enduring this persecution and they're still serving. Mm -hmm. And so God is talking to me um, and saying, you know, can you still serve whoever's in the seat of power, good or bad or indifferent? Can we be like homegirl in, in Black Panther and say, while your loyalty is to T'Challa and you're on the run, my loyalty is yes to him. But as of right now, because of my position, it is also still to whoever's in on that throne. Right. Right. Um, and 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 you know, uh, he God went on to say, Amimelech served David out of his responsibility and kindness of his heart, without even knowing David's story or even his spiritual royal position. 
Mind you, you read Amulek, who is scared, still asked David, you know, why are you here? What, uh, uh, um, um, what's going on? How are you? Where are you headed? And David lies and says, I'm on a mission from the king. Mm-hmm. I need bread and I need um, a, 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 a weapon. Mm-hmm. Mind you, David's lying at this point because he doesn't know who he can trust. He's lying at this point because he doesn't know who's on his side or who's not on his side. Right. You know, uh, uh, right. Uh, uh, um, his face is all over the kingdom. And at this point, there's a bounty on his head saying, dead or alive, uh, uh, there's a reward if you bring him in. So he's, he's being very careful. And he's listening to the voice of God who says, Go see so and so. Go see so and so. Don't go over there. Don't right. go over here. And, right. and 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 he's making up a lie, saying, you know, I need help. You know, I don't know what's going on. Right. You know. And so, uh, but Amimelech helps him, and even know. Here's the thing. Remind you, his name means brother of a king in Hebrew. Right. He doesn't know that David is going to be the next king he right. just knows he's a servant in the house of, of Saul right and he still helps him right he doesn't know the whole story he just knows okay the king gave you a mission I'm gonna help you and then this is what the Lord said he said can you serve people can you pray for someone can you travail for someone can you give them the last few dollars you have uh, 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 without having to know about their background story or the current situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Amimelech, without hesitation, goes and gets the bread of the presence. Uh, don't get me wrong, David told him, hey, I'm on a mission. Mind you, that is not the truth. And Amimelech more than likely knows this because he's in constant communication with God. But he knows that, you know what, this is a urgent, this is all we got, we got the presence of the bread, I need to make sure that no one has had sex, I need to make sure that somebody is ceremonially and spiritually clean before I give this to you, because if I give it to you and lie to me, it is now on my head. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and of course, David's like, yes. I promise you, and he gives it to him. Amimelech um, does not know the whole story. Right. He does not know that David is on a time schedule. He does not know that David has a bounty on his head. Mm-hmm. He does not know that David is scared for his life and really don't know he can trust you, Amimelech. Um, um, but mm-hmm. he's taking a leap of faith and he's saying, I need your help. Will you help me? And Amimelech um, says, what do you need? Because I'm going to give it to you. Right. I don't know that it's going to cost me my life. I don't know it's going to cause me personal or private persecution. But what I do know is that the Lord is leading me to help you. And whatever the results are is what I'm going to take on because I would rather help you and know I've done something of the Lord than not do it and still get the same punishment 10 times forward. Yeah. And so, you know, with us, I, I and I was telling Latoya this, I feel like in this season, God is going to give us, you, me, and Marissa, some people that they're going to come to us and say, hey, can you pray for me? Mm-hmm. Hey, can you 
come with me to X, Y, and Z. Can you loan me a few bucks? Because I'm doing da 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 But they're going to be happy. They're going to ask those same questions. And the look on their face might say, I don't want to talk about it. Can you do it? Right. And don't get me wrong. You know, uh, Amimelech asked the Lord and said, yes. Uh, hang on. Amimelech asked the Lord, um, of course, before he helped them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also do believe there will be times where an urgency like this, um, God might automatically say yes. And and there will be times where we might not, they might not give us the whole situation. Mm-hmm. And, and there comes a point where God is going to be like, you know, this person's going to come to you. They're not going to tell you everything. I just need to know, will you do it? Right. And I know for me, <clears throat> I have always been that person, uh, the inquisitive person, the person of knowledge that I am. I like to know facts. Mm-hmm. I like to know, you about to ask me for money, what's it going to? Mm-hmm. I automatically want to know, is this going to something dumb or is this going to something like you want to go to the movies? Right. Or you want to go buy you some soda or... We need to put gas in mama's car. Right. That's what I want to know. Um, and even then, I'm hesitant because I'm like, you don't got the money in your account? Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, uh, hey, so-so, can you pray for me? Sure, what are we praying for? Or what's the name of the person? Because um, that's who I am. And God's like, there will be times in this season where that is not necessary. It will be of urgency. Mm-hmm. Um, and while I do understand in the physical that we saw that David was like, this is urgent, I do believe that Amimelech picked up in the spirit that it was something of urgency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of saying, you know, well, time is running out for Saul, but as of right now, spiritually, uh, 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 David is, is, is running with urgency mm-hmm. to do the Lord. Mm-hmm. And let was like, let's just get down and nitty gritty with it. And so it says Lord talking to I made no, I was like, you know, it is remarkable that Amimelech made mention of the sword of Goliath and gave it back to David to use on his escape from Saul. And so this is what the Lord revealed. He said this verse is key to David because the same sword that he used to kill Goliath. It's the same story he would use on his journey to escape from his enemy. Mm-hmm. He said he could have ignored and refused the story and protested for a different one. Mm-hmm. But he was grateful for what was given to him despite the cards that were handed to him in that hour of urgency. Okay. And the Lord was, was talking to me. He said, in this season, will you and can you be completely okay with the cards and the playing field of what you've been dealt with? Okay. If you were put in, and this is where uh, 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 he really began to go for it. And part of it, I was like, this, this applies to me and, and actually. And I said, if you were put in a position of leadership, Mm-hmm. Can you lead while you still are trying to get over being in the background? If you come have- on, Matthew, 
can we be comfortable adjusting to the fact that this leadership position that I have given you mm-hmm. uh, um, as a life leader uh, uh, is something that you're not really interested in. It's something that you're not really all for, but can you adjust to it while I am beginning to adjust and shake and bake and and shift some things at reach? Come on, Matthew. So, and and uh and I get it. Um uh, and I and and while uh, I might have to ask the Lord this because I really want to apply and work at the prayer center at CBN. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll see what he says. Um, Matthew, uh, you glowing just to let you know. Thank you. Um, okay, so now uh, we're going. Let, we're, let, let's keep going. So now, and I'm speaking things out, and and the Lord said, you know, uh, he highlighted this to me. Uh, and I, I mean, no, I was like, in First Samuel 21, verse 12, there is an important nugget that a lot of people miss. Mm-hmm. And as we read it, you know, the Lord was like, well, a lot of people see David as a madman trying to escape capture of the Philistine camp. They miss the power of verse 12. Mm-hmm. If you look closely, the people of the Philistines recognized David not as any regular man, but they recognized him and they called him David, the king of Israel. Remember, it said that same day, David fled from Saul, going to Achish, the king of Gath, which is Israel, which is um the Philistine camp. Mm-hmm. But the servants of Achish said to him, Is this not David, the king of Israel? Is it not for him that during their dances they sing out, Saul has slain his thousands and David his ten thousands? Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. David had not yet ascended to the throne. Mm-hmm. And his enemies were already calling him king of Israel. Mm -hmm. They were even reciting the songs of praises attributed to him. So, um, can you still hear me? Yeah. Okay. So, so, uh, um, the Philistines didn't know that David was anointed. Prior, they didn't know that Saul, that Samuel came through and anointed the next king of Israel. They just knew somebody became anointed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they knew Saul was in leadership. Mm-hmm. They knew somebody else was anointed. Mm-hmm. They didn't know who it was, who this person was. And next thing you know, they are beginning to hear noise and murmurs, and 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 the Philistine uh, news outlets are saying, "Yeah." There's this new man on the block named David, and he pretty smoking. He like Michael Jackson. He bad to the bone when he come to that sword. He's like Prince. He bad to the bone when he get that harp and that line. He starts stringing them instruments and playing and writing them songs. Like y'all need to look out for them. They didn't know that he was supposed to be the next king in line. They didn't know mm-hmm. that he uh, 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 was on the run. Mm-hmm. They just knew 
oh, you are the new person that everyone's been talking about. Mm-hmm. Mind you, they didn't know he was anointed to be king, yet they called him the king of Israel. Mm-hmm. They called him the king of Israel. Mm-hmm. Now the Lord you know, uh, revealed to me and said, sometimes the enemy of your enemy can see and call out the anointing on your life. And know that they too cannot hurt or harm you. Mm-hmm. And that's mind blowing. Why? Because uh, 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 um, while your enemy might have it out for you, you know they they ready to snap you and trap you and 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 and, and put you out of your misery. Mm-hmm. Your your you you know that phrase. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, the enemy of David's enemy, remind you, uh, 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 the Philistine camp is the enemy of the kingdom of Israel. Mm-hmm. Yet they saw, hmm, this is David. And we already know that there's a bounty on his head. Why? Because there are flyers everywhere all across the kingdom of Israel. Mm-hmm. And some of them have come into our, our grasp. So yeah, mm-hmm, you're you are a, a, a public enemy number one. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's something about you that we don't know the whole story. We just know you are famous in the eyes of Israel. Because mind you, they brought up the song "Saul has killed his thousands, David has killed his ten thousand. Uh-huh. And so their thinking was, oh. You are the MVP right now of Israel. Let's take you on over to our king and see what can happen. Uh-huh. And the Bible says that they took him before the king and he just came crazy. Mm-hmm. And the Bible declares that he went nuts and started banging and drawing and acting like a crazy man in the cuckoo house. And drooling in his beard. And the king said, why would you bring him here to me? Mm-hmm. You already know we got too many of these people in our house. Why would you bring this one into my house? Mm-hmm. Get him out of here. And the Lord was talking to me. He said, when you read down to the end of the story, you see that King Achish dared not to touch David or even bring him into his house. Mm-hmm. Why? One, because David acted like he had lost his mind under the anointing. And two, King Akish understood that if he were to harm David, he and his household would be cursed. Mm. And you might try to figure out what do you mean uh, 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 David lost his mind under the anointing. Mm-hmm. Well... And, and I feel like this is crazy, but this is what the Lord said. He said, there will be times when the anointing comes on you. It will cause you to do some crazy things that you do not understand and know. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 we see in Second Samuel that, and, and, and uh, uh, I, I'll read more into that when I get to that point, but David brought the ark of the Lord back to Israel. Mm-hmm. And the Bible said that he was so ecstatic about it. That under the anointing of God, he danced to the point where he was but a ball naked, going, leading the congregation into the house of the Lord. Mm-hmm. 
And his wife came to him and said, you are an embarrassment that you would dance butt naked in the street to bring the ark of the Lord back if you lost your mind. And under that anointing, he said, you don't understand. Your father tried to kill me. Your father tried to use you to entrap me and I still married you. And while you do not understand it, I will even be more undignified than this. Mm-hmm. And while we will not be dancing out of our clothes right now in this time and age, there will be times where God, uh, and this this is what uh, has come back to uh, full circle, because uh, um, a few a few weeks ago, before we came back down here to Regent, mm-hmm. you know, Latoya was talking and said, you know, there will be time while you guys are praying and you guys are seeking the Lord, and the Lord will cause you on days when you don't have to go to work, on days when you don't really got to study, study. He's going to cause you and ask you, hey, I need you to get up and go to Walmart. I need you to get up and go to the ocean front. I need you to get up and, 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 and go to Dollar General. And 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 while we might not understand what he's doing, he's mm-hmm. sending us somewhere that is going to sound crazy to us, right? Right. And yet, us going to that place is uh, 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 is for his glory. While it might look crazy and it might feel crazy, it is the anointing that is causing us. To Why would you bring him in here? Mm-hmm. 
why would you bring him in here? Right. I don't want not a curse on my life, even though we do not serve the God of Israel and we serve a God that is man-made. Why would you bring him in here and bring a curse upon these people? Get him out of here. Right. And, and there will be times where our enemies, our, our enemies' enemies, We'll see the anointing on our lives. Right, right. Um, and sometimes they won't they won't want to do anything with us. Mm-hmm. They're like, you on your own. Right. Uh, 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 the God you serve, I heard about, he powerful. I don't want nothing to do with it right now. And I also don't want to touch you if I have any bad intentions because I don't want no repercussions. Right. But the God that you serve is real and I don't want to touch his anointing. Why do you think in Second Samuel he writes, "Do not touch God's anointed and do the prophet no harm"? Whether you like me or not, whether you are an enemy or an enemy of my enemy, you can see the anointing on my life, and you know I'm not about to touch that one because that one got a specific call and anointing on his life, and if I touch him, I can end up dead. Yes. And and but for us. While we're praying and we're seeking the Lord and we're studying, be it Bible or 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 or, or business, while we are studying and we are praying, the anointing is literally sitting. The anointing is giving us the the tools to um to do what it is that God is asking us to do. Right. Um, right. Even even if it causes us to feel uncomfortable and crazy. Mm-hmm. It was asking us to stay in the same place. Um and uh it's asking us to stay in the same place and it's asking us to uh, 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 uh sit here while a shift is about to take place. Uh, uh and, and it will not make sense in this. Mm-hmm. It won't I get it. It won't. Right. But God is asking us, can we still endure it? Yes. Mind you, I'm not done reading the rest of David. Mm-hmm. But just that chapter alone, God is like, will you be okay with people being persecuted while helping you? Will you be okay with going through your own persecution while other people who are helping you either will surpass you or be persecuted along with you? Right, right, right. You know, um, I'm done. I'm gonna Well, I feel like well, guys, that is all the time we have for today. I really hope you took something from it. Uh, I know I did, considering that these are my notes <laughs> that were given to me in my study time. Um, but I, I do hope that you will continue to be the the person in this season that will be comfortable leading when you would rather be in the background, or you will be comfortable serving while you would rather be leading. And I know that sounds odd and it doesn't sound right, but 
in this season, things are going to switch and change and they're not going to make sense. But the question still remains, will you be comfortable in the position you are in now so that when it's time for you to launch forth and be pushed forth into the place that you're really supposed to be, you can look back and say, it was good that I was in that place and now I'm in a better place. So if you can do that, then I am excited and grateful for you. I'm excited and grateful to see what's going to happen in your life. Not just as a podcast listener, but as an actual individual. So thank you again for tuning in for these 42 minutes. Uh, Thank you for listening to what I have to say. Email me at Matthew, M-A-T-T-H-E-W, Williams, period, W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S, period, I-I, hotmail.com, with questions, comments, concern, um, and I will try my best to answer them on the next podcast. Love you guys.